I am more scared of germs and stupid people around germs than I have ever been afraid of a fucking ghost. Between the present and the past, memories held in the walls and earth, energies and entities that cross the barrier into our dreams and our consciousness. That which has been left behind between the living and the dead. I'm Emily. And I'm Joy. And this is Is The the Residuals. Residuals. Don't even get me started on fucking how gross shit is to touch normally. (laughs) Oh, I always use my elbow when I touch uh, the the crossing. Yeah. Whenever I have to cross the street, I use my elbow. I've never used my hands. Never. Because I always think, what if somebody rubbed poop on this? What if? (laughs) That's where my mind goes. That's the best way to think about it. If you just imagine people have poop on their hands all the time. Yeah, and that when well, they touch things, the poop sticks there. Then you're like, oh, I get it. Well, it's that poop in the pool analogy. Have you seen that? Uh, no, gross. So now listen. No. When when someone poops in a pool, it's everybody out of the pool. You do a few things. You take out the poop, and then you have to put the chemicals in, and you have to wait for those chemicals to work, and then after you've had to wait. Then it's safe to get back in the pool. No, That's exactly. Everyone has to wash themselves and all the poop water that dripped exa- off of them in their yeah. bathing suits. Okay. And there's yeah. poop water on the concrete and on their towels and all in the locker room. And there's just poop everywhere. But the thing is, is that <laughs> the main the main thing is here, everybody gets out of the pool. So it yes. can be cleaned. So it can be safe to go back into. What we have in this country, especially right now, is we have a shitload of people who want to take their AKs to the fucking state capitol and say, you know what? I don't care that there's a shit in the pool. I want to swim. No, they're saying, I want to go have a drink out of the pool. They're not even saying I yeah. want to swim. <laughs> I want to swim in it. I want to drink it. I want, I want people to roll who around have washed their hands tub. in the poop pool to prepare my food and yes. feed it to me while cutting my hair and giving me a fucking pedicure and the tattoo i'm american i want to use that turd water to mix the ink to give me a stick and poke i'm gonna fucking go vomit (sighs) after this you don't have to use this i'm I'm just going more scared of germs and stupid people around germs than i have ever been afraid of a fucking ghost I hope that you are not eating dinner right now. And if you are, I am sorry that I have ruined your dinner. Who eats during this podcast? I don't know. Some people might. No, like, don't eat. Listen, I public service announcement. Friends, I am concerned for you if you're eating during this podcast. Do you know how many times we go, because <gasps> we get scared, you will choke. Stop it. Oh, well, shit. Hey. Um, <clears throat> I'm Joy. I'm Emily. I almost said I'm Emily. You're <laughs> <laughs> um, Joy? I'm Joy. I'm Emily. Nice and this is, oh, yeah. this is this is the residuals. The residuals. The, one more time together. 
the residual. Maybe we just can't. I mean, like we're usually idiots about this, but like maybe it's extra hard on Skype. Maybe. It's just a lag that we'll never get it's together not, with. Because I can't cuddle you. That's why. I can't <laughs> hug you. I can't kick you under the table when we're supposed to say it. <laughs> no! You can't elbow me in the ribs through the... But this is going to be uh, some scare mail. We have a few stories. <gasps> scare mail. I like Yeah, that. yeah. We got some scare Trademark. mail. <laughs> I'm sure no one's ever said that before. Of course not. Of course <laughs> not. Um, it's eek mail. Uh, <laughs> no, no, that doesn't, that doesn't do it. So we have a couple of stories, um, and we'll, we'll read those for you and probably go off on a couple of other tangents and props, props, six, 12 times, whatever. Um, so, have you found that being locked down in this oh. unusual situation you don't even has, have to say it. Sorry. Has heightened things just because, like, has heightened your stuff. Because, you know, I had that thing with the earthquake a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Um, For those of you who don't know, or, you know, going back to... Emily can smell (laughs) earthquake. Well, I mean, you and I talked about this. I we think, just lost like beginning. half our listeners. I know. All like, right. Too far. Like, Goodbye. Unsubscribe. So we talked about this, I think, on one of our very first episodes last year. Um, we have, you know, we live in Southern California in the Los Angeles area. We have wildfire season every year. And last year, the wildfires hadn't really started up yet. Um, and it was October because this was right before we went on our retreat. Um wilding out with the moms yes and i woke up two nights in a row i think it was the monday and the tuesday and i woke up from a dead sleep smelling burning like a campfire burning and it was overwhelming um and i thought that our house was on fire and so i went throughout our house and looked and didn't smell it anywhere else, but our bedroom, as soon as I lay back down, it was right there. And then um, I woke up the next night and I just kind of, because I'd woken up the night before and I knew it wasn't in the house, I went back to sleep. And then suddenly the smell was so overwhelming. It was like somebody had put a smoldering stick under my nose, you know, that really effing strong. And I got up again and I looked around and then that Thursday morning, my husband leaves for work at like six o'clock in the morning and he woke me up and he said, Emily, there's a, there's a smell of something burning. Can you come and help me look around the house just to check? And it was that smell, but it was everywhere and it was outside and it was the wildfire that had started that night. Um, and I'd smelled it three, four days before it, was, it started. It was Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, because I texted because, Joy. Because she texted me, and I remember going, oh, my God, well, the wind is supposed to pick up, according to the weather reports. The wind's supposed yeah, to pick up Santa on Wednesday. Anna. So I hope that you're not having one of those weird fucking premonitions. <laughs> yeah. So then we recently had an earthquake. It was a 3.6, I believe, in Culver City. Mm-hmm. And... I had, for the two nights prior to this, I'd been smelling the a combination of, like, burning plastic and, like, a metallic smell. And it was just very strange. 
Um, which she also course- just immediately texts me now when these things happen. Yeah. She's like, I'm just gonna, for the record, yeah, I'm smelling some weird shit again. <laughs> so I couldn't figure out what it, what that smell meant. Because at first I was like, oh, we're going to have an electrical fire. Great. Our old house is finally giving up the ghost. We need to get new electric. But um, instead, I think it was it was the second night that I was smelling it. And I was sitting on the sofa. And it was almost midnight. And it suddenly I felt like a jolt myself almost. And I immediately knew that that smell meant earthquake. And I texted Joy and I said, we're going to have an earthquake. Mm -hmm. And I think it was maybe a a minute minute later, Mm -hmm. we had an earthquake. You texted me, was it midnight? It's 12.03. Yeah, it was 03. And I think the earthquake was 04. Yeah. Because I'm crazy and have an earthquake app on my phone. I guess it's not crazy out here. No, Um, we need it. But then it happened again because we had an earthquake two weeks later up in Northridge mm-hmm. and I was smelling it again. Yep. And I think I texted you earlier that time instead of waiting until a minute or two before to let you know. Mm-hmm. Hang on a minute. I got to get my back is killing me. Hang on. Sorry. Look. Oh my God, guys. Emily can't hold still. She like has to take so many breaks. She's like, Oh my God, I need to go get something to drink. Oh my God. I need to go to the bathroom. Oh my God. I have to make some more tea because I'm fucking super English. Oh my God. I need to come back. Oh, hi. You're back. (laughs) It's okay. You've just been talking to yourself. (laughs) Oh no. So I haven't gotten out much by myself and I am someone who is used to and enjoys and needs alone time. And a lot of it is because I uh, I feel a lot of stuff. I just need time to, like, be by myself and, and deflect all of that other people shit off of me for a while and, like, regroup. So I went out for a walk the other day for, like, the first time since this whole shit show started. And... I was just listening to music and somehow on this walk, I think I I walked for like two and a half miles or something. Um, I went through like every emotion. I was like, oh, I love this song. I haven't heard it in so long. I'm so happy. And then all of a sudden I was really angry listening to angry music. And then all of a sudden I was crying and I don't know why. And I just like was shedding some shit that had been built up. And I went to cross the street at one point and I looked down and, you know, I'm wearing a mask. So I have to look down a little further than normal to see where my feet are going off the sidewalk. Right. And there was a rainbow. And it wasn't, it was like a circle. It was like, you know, if you see a rainbow around the moon on those certain nights, like a full moon or like around a street light or like, it was like that. It was a circular rainbow on the ground, but not on the ground. It was like in my vision as I was looking down. Right. (laughs) But I don't see stuff regularly. Like some people are used to seeing things like auras or, you know, dead people or whatever. That's not my gig. So I was just like, why am I seeing this rainbow? And this was right as I was like in a not great mood. Yeah. Um, so I cross the street and I'm like looking down. Every time I look down, the first few steps I took off of the sidewalk, there was just this rainbow there. 
and I like turned around and looked at the palm tree behind me. I was like, is there a little Eeyore cloud that's making a rainbow that I don't see over my head? Like, is there something that there's like a light passing through? No, there's nothing there. It was like a perfectly clear day. It was beautiful. And I got like halfway, maybe three quarters of the way across the crosswalk and then it was gone. But it was there. Like I blinked. I looked all over. It was still there for a while. So I walked the next block. And at the end of that block, I looked to my left and like eye nose height. There's like a flower there that like a hummingbird just came over and like mm-hmm. hung out and was like less than 18 inches from my face. Wow. I could see like the individual pieces of pollen on its little beak. And I just stood there. And, like, looked at it for a while and said hi. And we, like, gave each other the nod. <laughs> and I, like... I love that. Flew away. And I was like, okay. I don't feel so angry now. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> it was like... it. I don't know what happened, but that's what happened. <laughs> you know, I know that you've... Your, the hummingbird seems to be your thing right that I seems to come to you me. but it from from the situations you've told me about in the past when you see them it almost sounds like they come when you need them the most to be reassuring to yeah. let you know that hey you know what I know it's it's a lot right now that you're going through but it's going to be okay mm-hmm. and that's yeah. this is like the ultimate situation that you're in right now and especially if you know, going through that huge cavalcade of emotions. It was unreal. I was like, why am I, am I going to, I'm going to, I'm going to cry right now. Like, (laughs) I like pissed at myself. I was like, what are you doing? It's okay to cry. You can't cry in front of these people in Glendale. Glendale Uh. doesn't need to know that you cry. Like, come on. (laughs) You're wearing a shirt that says war on women and the fucking middle fingers are like this, like on the shirt. Like the shirt is fantastic and I don't need to say a fucking thing when I'm out in it. And I was like, you're going to cry now? Really? Okay. Things are different. Like I don't usually see things, but maybe I'm going to start now. If I, I guess, if I have some sort of extrasensory perception, I feel like... I'm like a thermometer or like a barometer for moods. Like I can feel how things are. Mm -hmm. Like just walking into places, like I can tell what the overall mood is. Um, I'm that person that's been on the train with Tim and been like, we're getting off this train car. I don't like the way that that person feels. For no, like there won't be a, a reason reason. Right. It'll just be like, I feel like I'm being bombarded with this like bad feeling from a certain person or a certain direction or or whatever it is and I have to just be like I I can't stay here anymore um but I think as a whole humanity is very anxious right now and angry and sad and scared and there's like all of these emotions right now because it's so confusing that the the temperature for lack of a better word of the world is vibrating differently now. Yeah. Um, it is. When I go to the grocery store. It feels like I'm gone for six hours. Yes. And I'm fucking exhausted when I get home. 
like I'm just so just out of it anyway well do you want to go next with with a letter from a yeah I'm gonna read this letter from my friend Scott hey Uh, Scott what's up Scott with one T Ooh. I have known Scott for a very long time here we go I haven't read this yet so I I will be scared along with everybody else (laughs) uh he says this is Scott Joy knows me. Hi, Joy. <laughs> I have a story for you. So this is around 1997 or 1998 when I was still in high school. The majority of my high school experience outside of the actual school was spent at a friend's house about two blocks from my parents' house. This house was also on my way to and from school, so I would make this walk six or seven times a week minimum. Once and only once, while walking home one night, I saw something I cannot explain. It was easily between 11 p.m. and midnight, which was typical time for me to walk home because the group of us spent a lot of time hanging out to all hours. I was also completely sober, never did and still don't drink or use drugs. Just as I turned onto my street, I walked past this woman standing strangely by the side of the house on the corner. Now, this is a residential suburban street in New Jersey. She wasn't on the corner or near the curb, as if she was waiting to be picked up. She was standing right next to the side of the house, in the grass. Not the front of the house, the side. Mm. The front of the house faced the street I had just turned off. It was either spring or summer because I wasn't wearing a jacket. This woman was wearing what looked like her Sunday vest. She was an older woman, and what she was wearing looked dated. Wow. The best I could describe it was an older woman in the late 70s, early 80s. Oh, sorry. The best I could describe it as was what an older woman in the late 70s, early 80s would wear to a formal event. She had white gloves on, and there were ruffles at the collar and the ends of her sleeves. Holy shit. The jacket and skirt were a light blue. The blouse, stockings, and gloves were white. She stood silently, clutching a small purse in front of her with both hands, and she looked scared. I nodded and said hello, but got no response other than eye contact. I took a few steps and thought I should look back because something wasn't right about her being there, and I was going to ask her if she needed help. Maybe she was lost or disoriented. So I turned back and she was gone. Vanished. From where she was standing, there was nowhere she could have gotten to that I couldn't see. I remained skeptical to reports of paranormal activity, but that night I definitely saw something. Holy shit. Love the podcast and can't wait for more. Oh, we love you. Thank you, Scott. Thanks, Scott, with one T. Oh my gosh! I, have- I can't imagine that looking over and just seeing a, a an elderly lady. It sounds like, like she's almost waiting for her ride to church, just standing in the shadows, about right, but in like, the middle of the night, near midnight, in like your formal eighties. Yeah, wear? that's what nuts. What the fuck? And I like that. Like the description he's got is so detailed. Like. The jacket and the skirt were light blue, and the blouse and the stockings and gloves were white, and she had on these white gloves, and she was clutching her purse, and 
you know, like he knew exactly where she was standing and it, it was like a weird spot. It wasn't somebody walking somewhere. They were just standing there looking uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, I'm also imagining it like sort of moonlit, like maybe half of a moon with like a little bit of fog. <laughs> so I'm like scaring myself more with the picture I've put in my head. Oh, oh my God. That's. Wow. I mean, she didn't say anything back. She's eye contact, but maybe it wasn't. Maybe she just happened to look that way at the same time because I, I don't know. I'm like closer to saying it's something residual than not. Right. You know, it sounds like uh, it doesn't. I mean, it, it sounds like it's just someone standing there waiting for their ride, maybe in a pl- spot that they always did, especially if she didn't seem to notice him. Well, yeah. I mean, if it was something they were waiting in for a ride or waiting for somebody. But if this is suburban New Jersey, chances are the time period. I mean, I don't know if I don't know if those houses were there. Mm hmm. Um, weird, man. That's so odd. Ugh. And kind I, of terrifying. I, but not really terrifying, because it's like a nice old lady. It, Maybe. It never feels... I think when you're in it, it doesn't feel as scary when things like that happen. Because mm-hmm. I had something similar happen to me once. Tell me. Um, what was it? It was. It's very similar, actually. Because it happened... Um, near the house I grew up in on the corner of the street that I grew up on. And I had, I was also in high school. It was probably like a couple years before this story that he just told us um, because I was driving and we still lived at that house. So I must've been a junior, maybe a senior. Oh no, I had to be a senior because I don't think I got my license junior year. Cause I was too young. <laughs> so I was a senior in high school, and I remember driving up the street, and the last street, like, we knew everybody on our street, because it was the same, the house I grew up in, my mom grew up in, and my grandparents bought the house new, so, like, all of the older people on the street, they all knew each other and bought right. houses at the same time, so, like, I pretty much called all the older people on the street, aunt this and uncle that, because right. that's how I grew up with them and my grandparents, Um so the couple that lived on the corner of the street, we were about middle way up. So the end of the street on the same side as us, right at the stop sign, there was a two-story house with a two-car garage. And, like, the garages were separate. And I remember driving by, and the garage door on the left side was open. And I saw um, the man who lived there, the older man, my grandfather's age, walk by the back of his car and, like, around the inside to go into the house. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. Da, 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 whatever. Mr. So-and-so is just coming in from, like I'd seen him do it a million times. Yeah. And then I remembered later that I thought he had passed away. Uh-oh. <laughs> like it was such a familiar thing that I didn't even register as weird. Uh-huh. Because I had seen it happen so many times. And I know that I went to my mom and I was like, Hey, Mr. You know, so-and-so up the street, he he died, right? And she's like, yeah, he did. Why? And I was like, I swear, I thought I saw him today in the garage, like walking around his car. 
And she's like, no, Joy, he's not. He died like a few weeks ago. And she's like, his son is there. I was like, is his son tall with white hair? And she's like, no, no, his son is like my age because we all grew up together. I was like, yeah, well, okay. Um, So maybe I have, maybe I have seen something and I didn't realize it. Like I always forget about that thing because it was just such a common occurrence to go up the street and see, you know, Mr. Blank walk into his garage because I saw him all the time. Yeah. Um, But it it reminds me of that same sort of, he always did this. So Mm -hmm. I just happened to blip on that same plane as when that recording played again wow so weird i i don't think i can't recall this happening again anytime after this but way back in the day way back in the day i think this is probably shit god i feel like this is maybe in the 90 no maybe like 2001 I was sitting at a girlfriend's house. We both just graduated university. So it was like 2001, 2002. And it was late at night. We're sitting in her kitchen talking. And she's telling me about, you know, her grandfather had just passed away and stuff. And I found myself, I kept looking at the French doors from their living room into the garden. And it was mm-hmm. dark out there. And I didn't see anyone remember like Kat was saying that she saw someone like a reflection of someone looking in yeah. in her last episode what I saw and it was that we've talked about this before it's the movie projector on the back of your head mm-hmm. and I saw this person and it was just it wasn't scary it was just I could see this but I was staring at this door and it, I wasn't seeing it in the door but I was seeing it in my head that's mm-hmm. the only way I can describe it And I just asked her, I described what I was seeing to her, and it was her grandpa. (gasps) And it was odd. And I think that's maybe one of the only times that's really happened like that. Were Um, they moving? Was he moving? No. Or was it more like a picture? No, it was just him still. But yeah, I haven't, you know, I kind of had that with George. But I don't know if I really and saw that. But I just kept seeing an older white man. I didn't see him in that super elderly stage. I saw him in the, like, still has his faculties about him, but he's older with the white hair. Yeah. But I was seeing him with, like, you know, the, the guys that have the, the big bald pate on the that's, top? That's what I was seeing. With the white around the sides. I felt like he had a mustache, but I'm not sure. But the mustache was, was like a darker gray. Similar. I, I was just seeing dark hair, though. Black, yeah. brown at the time. Not that yeah. old. Yeah. Okay. That's what I kept seeing. Oh. That's what I kept seeing. I'm In the mirror. Recording. Yeah. When I kept looking over, I kept like, I think the best way that I can try to describe how the visual thing works is like a double exposed picture. Okay. But not not like in the same place. It's like if you're trying to, if you're sitting in a room and I'm like looking at you talking, it's like placing an image of something completely different over that. It's not mm-hmm. like I don't know. I just get the picture in my mind. Like I'm thinking of a magazine article. You know like when you're thinking of a picture. Yeah. Yeah, but this like? this was like I could see I couldn't see it. I could feel 
where this image in my head should be oriented in the room that I was sitting. <laughs> Does that make sense? No, I get it. Okay. There is an article that's come out in the, what is it, the New York Times? About the uptick in haunting uh, incident reports that have oh, come out since isolation started. <laughs> yeah, so since isolation started, they've realized that they have a roommate that isn't paying any rent or mortgage to them are like cats and they're just like don't bother me if we're both here (laughs) and now they're just like the fuck are you home all the time yeah go out i can't watch my shows okay (laughs) i can't turn the tv on when i want to anymore i I have to watch my bold and the beautiful i need to know what is going on (sighs) (sighs) um anyway on with the ghost shit Okay, so this is an email from um, Brian. It says, hello, Emily and Joy. I wanted to share a few tales of my encounters with the other side. Mm -hmm. It was only a few days after I moved into my studio apartment that I discovered I had an unexpected roommate. I left one night to go to a friend's house, and upon returning, I noticed the sound of running water. It was coming from the bathroom, and strangely, the door was closed tight. I didn't remember closing the door before leaving, but who really remembers these small details? I initially assumed it was the toilet running, but when I opened the door to the bathroom, I discovered my assumption was WRONG! All caps! Exclamation point. The the bathroom was completely filled with steam and though i could see the sink was turned on the water was running at a high rate and the sink was filled to the brim i quickly turned off the water and found the drain plug was in closed position no what i had a very early morning the next day so i drained the sink climbed into bed pulled the covers over my head oh bless him and tried my best to sleep this never happened again but it wasn't the last encounter with my new roommate one of the more common occurrences was my ghostly roomie stopping the microwave mid-cook most people i've told about this um about this one want to write it off as a failing microwave but i'm sure that was not the case the microwave didn't just reset or turn off it wasn't flashing at 12 on the display the way it would if the power went out it would stop with time remaining on the timer in a way that only happens if you press the stop cook button this microwave eventually moved with me and my wife to our current apartment and this never happened in the new place there you go There was one last thing that really got my attention. One night when I was sitting in my lazy boy, in parentheses, he put, it was a bachelor's apartment. Did you really expect anything less? Oh, no. Out of nowhere, I felt something hit the back of my chair. It felt like something or someone ran into it. It reminded me of when a small child runs around the house running into furniture. Fuck that. Like the bathroom sink, this only happened once, but I have yet to come up with an explanation. Ghost child. Little things continued to happen the entire time I lived there, but I quickly made peace with it. Nothing that happened felt aggressive or malicious. They all felt like little jokes or pranks. I just accepted that I was living with a prankster, and sometimes it would take a couple tries to heat up my dinner. I hope you enjoy the tales of my encounters, Brian. Wow. 
that chair one, I would have shit myself. I would have left and I would never have come back. Yeah, like, and they don't could have hit kept me. my deposit and they could have kept my furniture. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that's how I felt when I was like, I'm going to unplug this television that keeps going on and off by itself. And if this motherfucking thing turns on by itself, I am out of here and never coming back alone. Like someone right? else is going to have to escort me in this house. Um, yeah, yeah, it's weird because I hear stories like that and I hear, oh, like, I just lived with it and I just accepted it. And my brain, like, malfunctions and goes, zzz, zzz, what's wrong with you? Leave. Yeah. And I'm like, how many fucking places have I dealt with that, too? It's so strange how when it happens, at least to me, when it happens to me, it doesn't seem scary. And then I hear it from somebody else and it sounds terrifying. Right. And then I tell other people my stories and they're like, oh, my God, a ghost hugged you. Oh, my God. Because Janelle is oh, a shout out. Janelle. <laughs> She's shout always out. bringing that you up. You are hugged from behind by a ghost. A ghost hugged joy. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been watching, uh, I've been watching a new show that I just found. It's not new, but it's new to me. Uh, Portals to Hell with oh. Jack and Katrina. Katrina, shout out. Oh, gee. From Paranormal State, the yeah. Penn State Paranormal Research Society. Um, so I, I, she's such a, I think she's lovely. Anyway, so I, I was show. watching that. I think it's great. So yeah. I was watching it the other night, and they were um, investigating a well, a well-known haunted location that was a state prison. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The thing they were talking about is the kind of rock that was used to build it um, was sandstone, and then they started talking about different different building materials and different rocks and stones and things like that and how they each one has a property that holds onto energy in a particular way and it is in whatever makeup that stone is that the memory and the reverb is um is stronger Mm -hmm. or whatever that it holds onto and like the stone tape theory exactly so one of the one of the ones they mentioned he said yeah so this one has quartz in it and I'm sitting there and immediately, and I texted you this, immediately mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit. Because, you know, we've talked about it. All of my stuff really kicked off right around the time that I went to university. And I'm like, the I'm one of the babies in the class. Like, my I have an August birthday, so I was the last one. I would turn 17. So I turned 17 right before my senior year started. So... For some reason, I was still allowed to be in the school. Do you know what I mean? I just made the cutoff. And so my the summer before my senior year, the boyfriend of my best friend in high school was tragically killed in a car accident. And he and I became friends through them dating because I was the third wheel who constantly tagged along because I was clueless that maybe they wanted to be by themselves. Social cues were not my, they were not my thing back in the day. (laughs) Um, But he was one of those guys, my most, one of my most vivid memories of him was I had just come back from my first trip home to the UK since moving to America. We moved to America the summer I turned 16, which is a terrible age to move anyone, let alone to a different country. And I'd gone home to the UK for two weeks by myself. It was my first time on a plane by myself also. And that's like it a 12 hour trip and uh, it was it was before 9-11 so you could you know anyone could come into the airport so my mum would be waiting there at the gate when I came out of customs and I came out and 
I just mouthed at her and started crying. I want to go home. Like it was, it was a really hard thing. So that day that I got back, I just wanted to go and see my best friend and she was with her boyfriend and, you know, I was in a really bad place and I was also half asleep because I was incredibly jet lagged and I'm sitting at his house in the driveway and suddenly I hear singing from behind me and he's climbed up the basketball hoop that was in their driveway and he's hanging upside down by his legs and singing to me to cheer me up. Like that's the kind of guy he was. He was, he was a sweet guy, but he was also fucking hilarious and a prankster. Mm -hmm. So then a week later she calls me to tell me that, um, he was a year older than us. And so he was going to, to college and he'd gone to his college orientation and he had fallen asleep at the wheel on his drive oh. back home and was killed in a pretty horrific accident. And his family asked me to sing at his funeral, which I, I wasn't able to make it through. I was going to ask if it. you even tried. That's amazing I, that you tried. I did. They asked me to. So, but I, couldn't make it through and so then we went to the you know the funeral home after afterwards and the landscaping around the funeral home was pink quartz rocks little tiny pink quartz rocks and 17 year old me thought I want to remember him he was the first significant person I had who'd passed away yeah um, you know, I'd lost my, 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 my paternal grandma passed away before I was born. So he was, I'd never had any friends die. You know, I'd had a, a good friend of my dad's died who I absolutely adored, but it's not the same. So I picked up one of these rose quartzes and I took it with me and I still have it somewhere and I don't know where it is in the house. And it was around that time that shit really started to kick off for me. And it wasn't until I'm watching this bloody television show with Jack Osborne, of all people, talking about this, that suddenly the light bulb goes off. And I'm like, oh, how many people have gone through that funeral home? How many, how many memories, how many, how many bits of energy are embedded all negative. What I don't know all if it's sad. All sad. All, all sad. sad. And now I don't know where the fuck it is. And I know it's in the house somewhere. And I said, go dig that shit out and sage that fucking thing and I don't know, drown it in salt water and bathe <laughs> it in moonlight, whatever you're supposed to do. So here's the thing though. Since I know, since realizing it, I'm like, it's in the house somewhere. I'm gonna. F I know I'm going to find it at some point, but I I feel like realizing, suddenly realizing this fact and acknowledging it is almost acknowledging whatever remnants of of emotions that were contained within it. It's mm -hmm. acknowledging them. And their presence and their existence. It? Yeah, it's not just that, but I feel like it's, oh, okay, let me, um, you know, like, like just acknowledging someone's experience, yeah. their journey, their, you know, and just saying, I, I see you. I see you. 
you know? Well, that, that also, I mean, like it doesn't feel quite so heavy anymore. It feels like, oh, okay. I get it. I understand. You let that go by making the connection. Yeah. It's like, um, so many times you hear about hauntings and then as soon as like, they've gotten a few EVPs and they've recognized the people that are there talking and then the reports come back from the clients who had called in whomever to investigate. Like, we haven't heard anything since you guys were here. Yeah. Like, they just wanted to be heard and wanted to be acknowledged and, and now they were able to move on. Yeah. Um, not that it's like that every time, but no. I feel like maybe this what you're saying is is that sort of feeling. Like, it those things were just waiting to be acknowledged. You waxing poetic about this and making absolute sense in your mini mouse ears. Sorry. I can't be serious all the time. No. When I'm being serious, I can't look serious. I mean, look at me. I have cartoon characters fucking tattooed on me. Serious. You know what? The one one of the things I'm really looking forward to about mm. this being over is well, hugging you. <laughs> don't touch me no one's don't ever touch touching me, me again <laughs> um hugging you um going to cindy's with you oh my you. god yeah i forgot cindy's exists. Oh <sighs> or denny's oh denny's um, i miss lorena our waitress at lorena Denny. if you're listening lorena enzo misses you oh um i want our kids to go to the zoo god yes please and then I and leave them. I'm sorry. No, not the part. Just kidding. I mean, they've got an enclosure there. <laughs> May as well. Um, and then I want. I want. I still want to get my joy tattoo. I still want to get, have you tattoo me. Yeah, dude. You've tattooed me once before, but I want like this. I. I. You know. Want it. Okay. So I love you, Joy. I love you, Emily. If you I guys, love you listeners, if, yeah. And you know what? If you guys are like the people in this uh, New York Times article and realizing while you're at home in isolation, oh shit, I think my house might be haunted. Go ahead, send us an email to the residuals podcast at gmail.com. Again, I shall repeat that. I can't talk. The residuals podcast at gmail.com. Send us your stories. Send us your dreams. Send us your questions that you might have as to. Was this something paranormal or is it just that my electricity isn't grounded and I have a carbon monoxide leak? We will help you with those questions. As I, I've as had experience falling asleep on a couch when a stove was accidentally on. Like I could tell you what that feels like if you're not oh. sure. So. It's, anno- it's annoyingly pleasant. That's the problem. You're oh, like, that's oh. the problem. Oh, oh I'm comfortably. Sleep. And I'm dead. Um, Right, and so, now I haunt my friend George's apartment in Queens because I died on his couch. George. <laughs> so if you have anything you want to send us, do that. And now what we're going to do is, uh, hey, I've got something to be grateful for in this, oh, shit. In this turd sandwich of a time, um, which also we want to hear about those from you because we'd love to incorporate those into the end here. We want to hear yes. what you're grateful and what you're finding some happiness in right now and so um you can go yeah. first really yeah you always make me go first oh, okay i think you're always last well all right so what i'm grateful for is the um i worked all of mother's day weekend 
um, on a really big project that I was doing um, that I've been working on for the past five months. And I'm grateful that it finally, that project ended now. And I'm not grateful that it's ended. I'm grateful that I worked with a team that helped everything come together in a really unusual circumstance to get it out there and get the best response that we could possibly get. And I'm really proud of it. But that leads me to, I'm grateful that I took Friday off of work and I spent the whole day with my kid. And yesterday I spent the whole day with her and today, um, and it's like, I put my phone down. I put Mm -hmm. my phone down the entire time. Mm -hmm. And I feel some shame in that how much fun we had with me being completely present but also I have gratitude in the fact that that light bulb went off for me that oh okay I need to leave this in the other room from now on when we're having quality time with each other instead of being distracted waiting for work emails waiting for texts and all that other bullshit Mm because none of that matters right now what matters is my kid and so it was such an awesome time and we played and we built houses and she, I had a really awful headache yesterday afternoon and she was taking, she likes to take care of me and she keeps saying, I'm the mommy, I'm going to make you feel better, which like, I fucking love her. And I'm grateful to my husband because he told me I needed to sleep in today. And so both of us running on three hours of sleep when she woke up this morning, he made me stay in the room and I woke up thinking it was 9.30 when it was in fact 12.30 and fucking grateful for that Um, and I'm grateful for you and I'm grateful for this and I'm grateful to have this to look forward to every time we do it Um, and I'm grateful for everybody listening because without you well no that's a lie I was going to say without you we wouldn't be doing this we'd probably be doing this anyway and just putting it out into the ether and then just listening to it ourselves and being like the only two listeners but I am grateful to everybody out there that's listening because shit it means that you know you we're connecting with you in some way and hopefully in a way that is making you feel better about certain experiences and things that have happened in your life and fuck that's why we're here and we we want to do that and um Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. Joy, your turn. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to ride that wave of gratitude for our listeners a little bit further just to say thank you. I appreciate you. I can't believe you're still listening. Um, <laughs> um, but also, thank you for confirming our suspicions that this does happen to right. a lot of fucking other people. And that we are all sitting here going, yeah, 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 me too, me too, me too. That happened to me also. And I don't know what it was. And, you know, thank you for trusting us enough to tell us your stories, but also ask our opinions about things. Because I've discovered that one of the things I like best about this podcast is trying to solve the mysteries of what the fuck is happening. I love that. I love it so much because my brain is just constantly like I love puzzles I love trivia I love all that silly shit and like that's just how my brain works as soon as I find something that doesn't have an answer I try to figure it out immediately so thank you for letting my brain do something other than remember how many pop tarts we have in this house and um, whether or not my child has used up all of his screen time for the day (laughs) second 
I am grateful for my neighbors. Um, I'm grateful for my neighbors because we all seem to be on the same level with what's happening, that we all want to keep our families safe, that we can speak to each other in like a comfortable, friendly way. And it doesn't seem like awkward when we hang out, even though we aren't super close. Um, I'm very thankful for them. I'm thankful that our kids are, we have kids about the same age. I'm thankful they've been playing together. And my son was jumping on a trampoline in the front yard with his little neighbor friend. And it was like the cutest fucking thing I've seen. So thank you neighbors for being dope. So yeah, those are the things I'm thankful for now, right now. At this moment, at almost so midnight glad. on Sunday, May 17th. Um, and I only know the date because I looked at it on the desktop on the computer. Oh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thanks, everybody. Uh, thank you, purple-planet.com for our yeah. rad music. For our rad spooky music that uh, Enzo says sounds like Wally. God, I love him. Mm. And, hey, if you want to check out our Instagram, slide into our DMs, why don't you? At the underscore residuals underscore podcast. But also, hey, do me a favor, rate and review. Go to your yeah, uh, streaming platform of choice. Give us a rate and review. We would love to hear back from you. You know, preferably if it's over a four star. Yeah, I mean, really. Is five, there anything? actually. I, there's all you can actually. There's a new thing where you can only hit five stars yeah, when yeah, you yeah. have a review. That's yeah. uh, it's weird, but it only works if you hit five. Yeah. Um, so also uh, we have a Twitter, which is uh, the Residuals Pod. Right. Yes. Right. Because we couldn't, we didn't do podcasts for some reason, but it was just, it's just the Residuals Pod um, on the Twitter. If you are on there. We love you guys. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. I love you. I love you too. Go get some rest. You too. Give chicken a a kiss for me. Fuck that bitch.